freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and let's go. Let's go right now. Patrick McDonald is here. Patrick, uh, how did you spend your two weeks off? It looks like you traveled the world and added about a thousand books to your library. <laughs> Gentlemen, yeah, coming from an undisclosed location right now. Uh, I've read many books, studying for the 2022 23 <laughs> season. This is our year, boys. This is our year. And I'm ready to get it started. Uh, the coach is here. Coach, good to see you. It's great to see you. Breaks. <laughs> Who had a break? Are you kidding me? But I do want to point out that this will be the last time in a long time, hopefully ever, that the fall is going to matter in the FedEx Cup race. So this is going to be it. So let's settle in and get excited for big events in the fall for the last time. Yeah, that's right. There's uh, They're going back to the calendar year season starting next year, and uh, the fall will be, I guess, uh, still a little TBD, Patrick. What's the latest? Yeah. The guys who are kind of on the outside are going to be able to work on their tour card. Like, I don't know the, the logistics of what next fall is going to look like. Yeah, I think they're still working it out, right? And I think they might have scratched kind of the international aspect of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's just so many moving parts with the PGA Tour right now. Uh, They still need to hash it all out. And honestly, like looking at this fall, it's that much more important because this year's FedEx Cup playoffs is different as well. Only top 70 are getting in, not the Mm -hmm. top 125. So these rookies have to kind of get out of the gates going fast. Yeah, that's one of the big storylines, obviously, is the the Corn Ferry guys who have graduated and are going to take their first crack at the PGA Tour. Before we jump into that, we are still up and running with our five-star review promo. There it is. We've gotten a lot of good ones uh, where basically, here's the deal. You go on to Apple Podcasts, you leave us a five-star rating and review, you leave a comment, you ask a question. We're going to acknowledge them all on air. If you want to know coaches' general betting strategy, if you want to know coaches' hair care strategy doesn't matter what it is it's all available because coach we are pimping out reviews uh for content well you know what they say pimping ain't easy it never has been (laughs) and here in the fall we're going to take the opportunity to really engage with the fans because i think there's a misconception that fall golf doesn't matter doesn't it Max Homa, defending champion, won twice, finished fifth on the FedEx Cup standings last year. These tournaments matter. You just got to be laser focused. So whatever you want to ask, we'll answer it. Let's go. Yeah, and seriously, I mean, we are. I mean, we do this six days a week. I can't imagine there are a lot of, if any, other six day a week golf podcasts. So this, uh, the 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 transactional nature of one little five star review goes a long way and yep. costs you uh, basically nothing. So would be much appreciated. Okay. Storylines for this week. Little weird scheduling thing here, Patrick. We've got the first event of the PGA Tour season, and then we turn to the President's Cup. Not, not, not the second event of the PGA Tour season, right? So we've got Max Homa back defending. He's going to be playing in the President's Cup. We've got the guys on the international side like Hideki and Corey Connors, Taylor Pendrith, Cam Davis. Obviously, there's a lot of money, FedEx Cup points on the line, but this is going to be an important two-week stretch for those guys. Yeah, exactly. And we did see it last year, right? John Ron played here for a little tune-up for the Ryder Cup. Turned out, didn't matter, right? He missed the cut, then had a Ryder Cup to remember there at Whistling Straits. So definitely interested to see kind of how Max Homa does. He has a massive month coming up. He's about to become a dad. He has the President's Cup at Quail Hollow where he won his first tournament. And he's probably the rightful favorite in my my mind this week, uh, coming off that T5 at the Tour Championship top five in the FedEx cup for the last year. So 
yeah, unlike Homa, these international guys, I'm kind of like feeling them out a little bit. Hideki, you know what you're going to get. But some of these captains picks, right, and Cam Davis and Taylor Pendrith, it's, uh, it's a big week for them, and I think they should fare pretty well. Yeah, we had Trevor Immelman on last week or the week before coach. And he was, you know, kind of, we were trying to pry the six captains picks out of him. We were unsuccessful, but we found out a couple of days later who would round out his international squad. And they're, I mean, they're bombers, right? And I think the idea was find guys that are going to be well-suited for Quell Hollow. Quell Hollow is going to be mm-hmm. set up in a way to benefit the Americans. It's probably going to be long. It's going to be penal if you, if you miss the fairway. And Trevor went out and got himself um, some of the big boy hitters that he could find. Here's the thing. And I love the fact that we have several players playing this week. Like when I saw a decky in the, in the field, I was like, cool, let's do it. And I think what Trevor has done and I watched the entire interview and I loved it. And I love the fact that he didn't back down from the Americans. He didn't say, ah, we're going to show up and it's going to be a celebratory lap for them. He says, no, I've got players who want to play. Those other guys can go do what they want to do. And I think he had the opportunity to retool a team that he would have not had the opportunity to do moving forward. Think about some of the guys now that we look at. You mentioned Taylor Pendrith. A lot of people don't even know him. Big, strong, lanky. He can hit it a mile. And from a betting perspective, the fact that they're playing this week, I would be very bullish on those guys. And then as we head to the President's Cup, I think there's going to be some hidden gems, some hitting bets, not just the team bets, but individual players. So I love the fact that this week, We have an opportunity to see who's really fired up, who's going to show me what I need to know, and then I will handicap uh, whatever I need to moving forward. But there's a lot of moving parts with this. Yeah, I'm not particularly ready, Patrick, to fire on the, I don't know what it is, plus 800 or something (laughs) that that the international team is. But I do think that there is... Uh, like there's this there's this back against the wall underdog mentality that we've seen in some of these president's cups where it's like hey like no one expects the internationals to contend nobody expects them to make much noise Uh, they're plus 500 to win the president's cup they can kind of get into shape this week and just try to maybe steal one or at least make it a lot closer than what people are going to give them credit for next week yeah, I'm not discounting their chances at all i think when we look back to 2019 i've seen the stat thrown out at kind of like the average world ranking of the U.S. team and the international team. It's pretty similar to that of 2019 when the internationals went into the final day with a two-point lead. So I would just be a little cautious. I know everyone's like, oh, you know, minus 500 seems a little light for these guys. And it does, but I mean, 18-hole matches, there's a ton of variance involved already. And if you kind of, they have these guys who can catch lightning in the bottle. You think about Munoz, you think about Cam Davis, Corey Connors, if he catches a hot putter, like there's an avenue in. Granted, it's pretty slim, but I'm going to hold off and I'm with you. I'm not really going to lay anything yet. Maybe the the day-to-day stuff more so. And Patrick, you, you have to remember, people at home, they love these lock bets, right? They, some people aren't scared to lay 500, but mm-hmm. I learned from my guys on the early edge all the time. There are way more ways for outs for you to lose than there are value for you to win. You're laying $500 just to win 100 bucks. So to win 500, you're laying $2,500 on pros that can beat the other guys on any given day. Find other ways, and we'll have other ways for you right here on the first cut. Uh, Coach, I want to bounce this right back to you here because I'm glad that Patrick kind of highlighted 
what the next month looks like for Max Homa. He is not only our defending champion, he is the favorite to win the Fortinet. As Patrick mentioned, he's got a, a, a child coming any day now. And of course, the President's Cup coming up. But even looking further than that, Max Homa is a golfer that we have seen make legitimate tangible improvements in his game for basically four consecutive years. And if he does it again in the 2022, 2023 season, it's going to be elite level stuff. If he takes another leap, I think for some reason, and I find myself in this trap that whenever you look at a Max Homa, he's not a guy that I look at. And I don't know how you guys are and go, man, that's a guy that I, I just think he can go out this weekend and take the, the tournament by uh, you know, the neck and then run away with it. He never. And I think it's because he doesn't believe in himself half the time that he's good enough. We've heard him say it. I can't even believe I'm out here playing with Tiger Woods. I'm going to be <laughs> playing with this guy right here. But also I want people to remember because we're here and this is a betting show. A lot of the time that look at other people that have had kids and then struggled right afterwards because real life gets in the way. John Rom traveled with his family after his first kid. What did he do? He struggled after he had his first kid. You're up at four in the morning. You're up at three in the morning. You're changed. I don't care if the wife's doing it all. You're still awake. Look at Roy McElroy. He had his first kid. He struggled for a little while. It's not easy when you have a major life shift to then focus on something that's such a mental thing to do. So I'd be very, very careful on betting on Max Homa moving forward in the next 12 months to see how he adjusts to life as a new dad, but also life as a superstar now. Because when you're in top 10, you're a superstar on the PJ Tour. People are looking at you. He's never been in this position before. Yeah, there's a lot of things grabbing at his attention, Patrick, right? It's it's international teams. It's fatherhood. It's now being put into a class uh, where he's going to do all the pressers. And when he shows up at an event, it's like, hey, we we, we you got to fulfill your obligations. We could be entering uh, a season for Homo where there's just there's just a lot more on his plate. Yeah, exactly. And I think going back to what coach said, I'm going to disagree with the whole, he's not the type of guy who can take a hold of a tournament. I mean, we saw it last uh, year at this tournament. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I said, people don't think he is the kind of player that can, I would say when you're betting on him, I'm not saying that, that he's not, I'm saying that when fans look at him, I think there's a perception. I could be wrong, but I I think he can. I do think he can. Okay. 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 I was going to say, I mean, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I got, I'm too busy reading, not, not, not listening. <laughs> clearly, sure you're busy. You're busy. <laughs> yeah. but, but I do, I do, I definitely agree with the life happens thing. It, we see it time and time again with these golfers and Max Homa, he's thrown into family life with superstardom and yeah, it's just going to be interesting. I think what you see is what you get with Homa. He's definitely the real deal kind of from the internet, his tweets, his funny Instagrams. He's like that in real life. So I think Mentally, he's strong enough and he can laugh things off where he'll be okay in that regard. And I love going back to last season that he employed Phil Kenyon as the putting coach because he's this type of guy who he's not afraid to say what his weaknesses are. And he improves on them while maintaining his ball strike and while maintaining uh, his off the tee play. And so because of that, I think he'll be okay. But yeah, I think kind of just a little cautious in the water right now to see... uh, you know, see how he is with the dad, maybe a little nappy factor factored in too. So you never know. As if the PGA tour wasn't difficult and deep enough coach. How about we just inject a couple dozen more of the best players from, from the corn Ferry tour. Cause that's what we're getting. And um, there, what well, we can talk through some of, some of the notables, but I've been saying this for a long time, the line between 
the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour, to me, has never been more blurred, especially for the top guys on the Corn Ferry Tour and those guys hanging on on the PGA Tour. Like, yes, we've been blessed with Colin Morikawa coming out and winning immediately and Victor Hovland coming out and winning immediately. Like, there are so many of these guys waiting in the wings to snap up some of these FedEx Cup points and victories, quite frankly. And the question is, which guy are we going to be lucky enough if we can target because how many times have we talked about it rick that if you would have bet a hundred dollars on colin morikawa first x you would have been up like twelve or fifteen thousand dollars but who would have known that when he was coming out that he was going to go straight from college into being a dominant uh touring pro now we've got guys coming out that we can target we can look at and say there's going to be one name carl warren this guy's going to be a superstar and if he wins on the pj tour the way he does it the way he goes about his business i hope all other players look at him and say, that's how you're entertaining. That's how you make people want to watch. That's how you get people to bet on you because you like them. That's a lot of what betting is. We bet on players that we like. We bet on players that we want to do well. And right now, there's a lot of players to be very cautious. You're going to see numbers that are crazy. You'll be like, oh, plus 18,000. There's a reason they're plus 18,000. Let the experts tell you who these really good players are. And Rick, if we can get lucky, and we can latch on to one of these players before the sports books do, man, we could make some serious cash. If you've only ever seen Carl's results uh, in a newspaper or a box score, you're doing yourself a disservice. Tune in, watch the guy on the golf course. You will see every oh. swing imaginable, every reaction imaginable. Uh, imaginable. It's 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 incredible stuff. I'm sure we'll get a glimpse of it this week. Um, Justin So likely the headliner, Patrick, because he wins the Corn Ferry Tour Championship. He ends up kind of number one in their point system. And remember, Justin So sat up there on stage with Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland and Matthew Wolf in that graduating class, and it did not go well for him in the year immediately following, which is, by the way, normal. They all don't turn <laughs> into Colin Morikawa and Victor Ovlin and Matthew Wolf. They don't all turn into that immediately where we had all three of those guys, I think, were ranked inside the top 15 of the world rankings within, I don't know, six months of them turning professional. So Justin Sud taking a more uh, natural and normal path to the PGA Tour. Him, Austin Eckroat, guys that are looking to just make that positive transition constant improvement, start to make some noise, start to get a little confidence, and it starts this week. Yeah, exactly. And I'll throw another name out there, uh, Taylor Montgomery. He was 26 last year, right? Uh, he decided to play in the U.S. Open instead of the Corn Ferry Tour event that week, wasn't able to get points. If he played in that event, he likely would have been on the PGA Tour last season. Got his card this year. His last four starts were T9, T4, T3, T2. I think he's kind of the the sexy name this week for people trying to identify court, corn fairy tour guys and uh, T11 at the farmers last year. And so he's a guy I'm definitely looking at. I think if we're trying to identify a Cameron Young this year, he's he's at the top of the list. Justin, Sull, like you said, battled with some injuries. Now he's back after winning the corn fairy tour championship. And uh, another one, just because I have to, I was talking to a few of his teammates this past weekend, my fellow Virginia tech Hokie, Trevor Cohn, He's on the PGA Tour. Oh. I'm looking forward to what he can do. And then the longest man on earth, Brandon Matthews. Uh, he, he hasn't really played well uh, this past summer, but my God, can that guy hit the ball 350 to 400 yards easy? Uh, so I'm pumped to see what he can do uh, in the big leagues here. 
That's the Brandon Matthews is on another planet. Um, Coach, he'd be good for the long drive, probably. But yeah, but there there is there is just this. All these young guys are are basically the modern golfer, which is hit it far, go find it, hit it far again, try to pile up as many birdies as you can. A lot of them are much more interested in finding the ceiling a couple of times a year than just building a floor every single week. And see, and I think that's that's part of the reason that sometimes, I think more times than not, you see players that come up really struggle at first. You'll see guys that have a great corn fairy tour years, then they come up and they miss five or six cuts because when you go to the PGA Tour, you're not playing, and with all due respect to the courses that the Corn Ferry Tour is playing or the Champions Tour. They're not as hard. They don't grow the rough. They want low scoring. They want people to come out and see birdies. That's the whole point of those of those tours. But on the PGA Tour, we got to change it up. We need some weeks that are minus seven, some weeks that are minus 27. And so these Corn Ferry Tour players struggle with that sometimes because they think every single week is going to be minus 25 to win. And that's not the case. So I want to be very, very careful. I think you we should target players that have played in the most PGA Tour events that have been on the PGA Tour before, maybe gone down and come back because I think a lot of these players are going to struggle out of the gate and hopefully they play in these fall tournaments before the big boys show up uh, in January to get their their palates wet, so to speak. Speaking of targets, let's find some targets. Oh. We have a brand new betting concept, a little segment that we are going to do moving forward, which I will lay out and address and we'll talk through and then we'll give all the fun picks. But first, we are going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. And we're back. Okay, gents, here we go. So we talked about this a little bit before. Um, we are just putting on hold, Coach, the one and done for mm-hmm. the fall. And when we get back to January, that's when we'll invite back the fans. We'll invite back our auction winner into the fray. And we'll do our one and done starting in January, yes. which gives us an opportunity to do this little uh, moneymaker challenge, which I'll, which I'll address here in just a second. I love this. And just so the people in the chat know, we're retooling the one and done. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be you know, tossing in other prizes for certain things. But the reason we're doing it is so in the fall, we can really start to target. We want outright winners. We want to be able to come on here every single week and say, we picked that winner. So we're going to give multiple opportunities to that this fall. But I also want to be very, very careful because I think the sports books, Rick, in the fall, they're a little lazy. Mm. They are saying, oh, let's just throw some odds up there and, and just let them sit there because it's football season. So we can get some really good value in the fall if we know where to look for it. 
They're focused on that little game called football, which I can't even believe that they care about. Okay, let me introduce the first cut money maker challenge. And here is how it's going to work. We have allocated our 100 units, dollars, pennies, uh, marbles, whatever you want to call it, Patrick. We have allocated them in a way that Kyle doesn't try to game the system, <laughs> essentially. This is the, the KP rule. So if you yes. remember, yeah, Kyle would take all his 100 and he put it on John Rahm to finish inside the top 10 or something like that. So the way that we have broken this down is we all get to select one matchup for 50 pebbles, uh, one finishing position, top five, 10, 20, 30, whatever you want for 30. And then two different outrights, Patrick, one of them, or excuse me, both of them for $10 each. You add that all up. That's our 100 units that we get to allocate over at Caesar Sportsbook. Yeah, and exactly. And if you do it right, if you cash that matchup, you're essentially breaking even kind of for the week. And so I think kind of just placing the importance on the matchup is key if people are still trying to learn about betting in general, because uh, that's kind of where you're going to find the biggest edge, in my opinion. And then smaller bets on the outrights, a little bigger on the placement. It all makes sense logistically out, you know, allocating wise. And yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to stick it to you guys to tell you the truth. Well, if that wasn't yeah, I know, Coach. He's <laughs> just coming out guns a-blazing right out hey, of the I'm, gate I'm, I'm good. I actually respect that. I actually respect <laughs> that a lot. I really, really do. Let's go. If that wasn't enough, after we go through our matchup, our finishing position, and our two outrights, we are all given a money ball. This is our best bet. This is 50 bucks to put on anything we want. Zero restrictions, Coach. If you want to go find top Northern Irish player, whatever you want, this is on you. Spend it however you want. See, I like that. And I, I, as you're describing that, I think I may have done it wrong. And the way that you just described it. So jeweler adjust mine. I think I, I may have done it right, but I may have also done it wrong, but I'm so confident in all of my picks that I'll stick with them no matter what they are. That's how confident I am. Uh, David in the chat says we need to keep a running total of best bets. Well, David, that's the point of this. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> so the good news. Hi, Jacob. Yeah, I got to add, the, the point is, yes, to keep the running total. And it was a pain in the rear end whenever Kyle would just throw in $52 <laughs> bets is what he, he yeah. used to do. So this makes it very easy to copy and paste and log week over week. Correct. <laughs> so we will have a running total of everything overall how we do in matchups versus finishing position for versus our best bets, all that fun stuff without having to um, putting hey, some, putting some constraints on it. Yes, coach Rick. Did you notice what else David said in the chat? Uh, we, we, we need to expose the frauds. David, Mark uh -oh. Immelman is not here. He is not on the show. <laughs> so why do we have to call names? It's just rude. My apologies. My, I'm sorry, Rick, on behalf That's okay. of David. I'm sorry. Thank I'm you sorry. for clearing that up. We're all yeah, on the no, same page. No problem. No Very problem. big of you. Yeah. Uh, okay, gentlemen. Well, there's nothing left to do but to jump right on into this. Let's start with our biggest wager here. That's 50 bucks to the matchup. And Patrick, we're going to start with you. You have opted to go with one of those uh, international players for this week. Yeah. Oh, Canada. <laughs> you know, he since returning from injury, Pendrith has been one of the best players on the PGA tour, right? Six starts, five top 15 finishes, top 10 at the BMW championship in his last start. And he played great here in his debut last year. Uh, just couldn't really find his irons. And 
I mean, they're red hot right now. So give me Pendrith at plus money over McNeely. I know he had, he was the runner up last year, but outside of that course history isn't great. And the iron play is a bit suspect at the moment. So I make Pendrith a bit of a favorite in this one. So plus money all day or day. Uh, Pendrith plus 105 over Maverick McNeely for Patrick's matchup. I opted for Emiliano Grillo plus 105. Speaking of guys who struggled after they had a baby, uh, Grillo was horrible. He's figured it out <laughs> and also has gained strokes with the putter in five straight. Let's make it six this week. I have him over Davis Riley, who limped to the finish line of the 2022 season. I'm hoping Grillo, who has won here in Napa, can keep the confidence with the putter, go back to a place he's had a lot of good vibes and beat one man specifically davis riley plus 105 coach you have opted for a different uh member of captain trevor immelman's international team coming up here next week who oh to beat to beat a little international on international crime here (laughs) yeah i just i guess i'm I'm just really really confused right now because i thought we were supposed to educate the fans at home and giving out coin flips is not really what we do here at the first cut, but apparently you two didn't get that memo. I will give a pick. People can actually play Hideki former masters champ. He's healthy. He said, live kick rocks. I'm staying. And so you don't think he's motivated this week at minus minus one thirty? Are you kidding me? I love this number. Cam Davis, yes, I call him the prototype. He is the future, but the future is not now. It's not this week. It's not today. Give me Hideki minus 130, my best bet. Oh, I will already have the lead by Friday, potentially. In this Jeez, oh, man. The confidence that you two have just, just entered the week with is incredible. I wish, I wish I could be as confident as you two are <laughs> on a daily basis. Incredible stuff. Uh, all right, Coach, I'm going to go right back to you here because we're going to move okay. to our finishing position uh, yeah. spot. Now, this is 30 of our 100 little chicken nuggets here, and you can do anything you want. Top five, top 10, top what It doesn't matter. It just has to be a finishing position. Where did you go? Yeah, I know I teased you about your coin flip for the matchup, but I love the pick. I love the player, clearly, because I think Grillo has really started to very quietly show up on leaderboard, specifically in July and into August. And I think that play is going to continue. I wanted to be a little conservative. I like him for a top 10, but I want to cash. I want my name right at the top, as David said. So I'm going to back that up with a top 20 plus 225. Uh, yeah, he had two runner-up finishes at John Deere and 3M. And then I believe his last event was the BMW finish T19 there. So uh, a lot of good finishes for Emiliano coming down the finish line. I went with uh, someone making the trek back from overseas, Patrick Thomas Dietrich, who's played well all over the globe, had a top five finish last week, the BMW PGA Championship. I'm asking him to just finish inside the top 20 here. And if he does that, I get it at plus to 50 uh hopefully no jet lag from england to <laughs> napa california we'll we'll see about that you're going a bit longer though patrick you're going for plus 500 on a top 10 who is it yeah i mean i, I saw your guys top 20 and i was like i knew coach was going to be running his mouth a little bit so i had to one up him a little bit with a top 10 and brendan Steele, two-time winner of this event uh, three top 10 finishes in his last nine starts of 2022. And those were in some of the better fields. You think about the PGA championship, uh, Jack's place as well. And he he's owned this place. He's got the Cali connection, which I really like ball strikings out of this world at the moment. It's just, just a putter. And if you follow him on shot tractor, don't, 
it can be bad. Uh, <laughs> like like nightmare fuel type stuff. Uh, three putting from four feet. But I'm hoping the good vibes of California, of wine country. Maybe he's got, you know, some cap Cabernet in him from the night before. He's feeling loose on the greens. It can propel him to a top 10 finish. Plus 500. I love that number. I'm starting to think maybe you were drinking a little vino <laughs> last night when you were making these picks today. Oh, I'm just, oh, just right. saying. Just if saying. you bet Brendan Steele, which I which I do every now and again, do not track him. Just check in <laughs> on Sunday night and see yeah. how it ended because it is you will lose years off your oh. life tracking this guy, especially when he gets on the putting surfaces. That's Dietrich top twenty. Emiliano Grillo, uh, top 20, and Brendan Steele, top 10 for our finishing positions. Patrick, I'll go right back to you here. You're two outrights. You get 10 nuggets on each of them. Who are your two golfers? Yeah, you guys made it easy for me uh, for Grillo. I feel like I don't really have to say anything. Uh, past champ, really good finish to his year, putting well, like you said. Uh, so 40 to 1, I thought was a good price. And then back to the California connection, Tom Hoagie won the AT&T Pebble Beach a year ago. Second in Palm Springs as well. I love his profile for this course. Really, you know, really balanced. And he kind of had a poor-ish middle of the year, but caught fire at the end. Clawed inside the top 10 of the Tour Championship. Top five at the 3M as well. So I like him at 33 to 1. He's kind of neutral on these surfaces throughout his career, which in terms of Hoagie, that's that's a positive. So uh, give me Hoagie at 33. 33 for Hoagie, 40 for Emiliano. Coach, you've got two golfers in the 20s for your outrights. Who are they, please? Uh, yeah, so Sahith Tagala really played well uh, so much. In fact, he made it all the way to the Tour Championship. He's like, I can't even believe that I'm here. <laughs> I think that really good play continues. I like the number two because it's one thing to pick an outright, but we need that number to put our, to me, it's all about winning. I'm all, I'm only here to win. I don't play for second place. So you give me plus 2,800, a player playing well. Then my second play McNeely, who was second place here a year ago, Mm -hmm. this guy who played at Stanford, this guy who understands this part of the country, this guy. So give me McNeely plus 2,200. I, I, I agree. He he was one of my two outrights as well. So I, I went with McNeely and Pendrith here. We we don't need to rehash everything. Pendrith is uh, he's going to be popular this week for very good reason. Uh, McNeely, the runner up finish. And I am still very much a believer in the talent and coach is right. Uh, it's a good spot. It's a good spot on the schedule for him. Good spot in the country for him. Maybe he can snap off and win his first. I believe. Oh, no. Uh, Patrick is the only guy who picks somebody who picks golfers with actual wins on the PGA tour coach. You and I are asking, are asking somebody to get there first. <laughs> well, I mean, the if for a better decision out of the bunker would have won in Hartford. That's true. You know, McNeely has been close and close. So I still feel good about it, but you're right. Getting past the finish line. You ask any tour player is the hardest thing to do. Finish. Mc- McNeely, McNeely, Pendrith, Tagala, Grillo, Hoagie. Those are the six outrights for the three of us, which gentlemen leaves us with just one final thing to do. It's the money ball. It's the 50 smackers that we get to go and do anything we want with, probably going to decide over the course of the year how this ends up panning out because there are no constraints with all of this. So we'll cover those three best bets, but first we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. And we're back. Okay, here we go. The big one. No constraints. Go anywhere you want on Caesar Sportsbook. Find the best 
bet available and put 50 bucks on it. Patrick, what have you opted to do with your cash infusion? You know, this morning I was supposed to be writing some articles for CBSSports.com, but instead <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about this money ball. I didn't know if I should have gone Michael Kim 125 to one and just blow you guys out of the water. But instead, we're going to start out conservative, get a read on you guys, see what you guys are going to do as well. And I'm I'm backing double dipping on this Taylor Pendrith plus mm. 105 over Mav McNeely, and I love it. Wow! Because both both of you guys are on McNeely. Well, wait. So he's doubled down I, on this. See, I don't like I don't like that rule. I don't I don't like that we can make the same oh. bet twice. I think you've got to if you want to be a true golf handicapper, you got to be able to do everything you're asked to do. This screams laziness to me. Oh, I, I just laziness coach. to me. If, if you want to be a true golf handicapper, mm-hmm. you have yes. to take advantage of your edge. In this matchup, the edge is massive. It's plus one oh five. There's no edge. Yeah. There's no value. Oh, but- but Taylor Pender hey, should hey, be minus hey, 130. Hey, listen, listen, if you want to be like Harold Varner the third and take the easy oh. way out, then do that. Do that. I prefer to have competition. I prefer to stay in a place where I can go head to head with somebody that understands their greatness and understand what's in front of them. If you're not that guy, just tell me. Just you know, tell co- me. Coach, sometimes you got to lay it all out there and double dip in it. If you're not confident in your picks, you know, like, okay, you should have, okay. why didn't you double dip one of yours? Oh, oh, can we go ahead and throw mine up there? Could we throw it up there? Oh, maybe I did. Maybe I did. <laughs> I'll go Maverick McNeely, top 10. We call this in the world, Patrick, Beautiful. stacking. So I think McNeely could win. McNeely, McNeely could win, but you give me a top 10 at plus 260. And I'm going to get anything I want. I love this. I love this. See how I just pulled you right in? (laughs) I just pulled you right in. It's too easy. I was built for this. I was built for this. Let's go. I may have found my new new biggest rival. I mean, Mark Mark Emelman, he he couldn't do it. Mark Emelman couldn't stay up with me. Maybe Patrick can't. Maybe Patrick can't. The boys are feisty. They oh, they came man. out of the corners and Let's they go. started. Season opener. Season opener, like baby. I like it. <laughs> Oof, boy, I, I'll just quietly uh, insert my best bet here as Taylor Montgomery top 40. I mean, Patrick, uh, Patrick, you talked about him at, at the top and we'll talk about him here at the end. Um, Montgomery was fantastic on the Corn Ferry Tour last year and he gained a ton of strokes and he did it frequently. He didn't win. It's actually almost impossible that he didn't with how many strokes he gained to the field, but uh, you rattled off his, his final four finishes, which I think were all top nines or top eights. And it's just, it's just really easy to see that he could be a force uh, for, for these young guys and these up and comers this year. Yeah, exactly. I think, uh, like I said, if we had to peg someone to kind of, you know, the Cameron Young year was unbelievable, but uh, yeah. hopefully kind of sort of following those footsteps. I think Taylor Montgomery is kind of at the top of that list. Hey, Rick. Yes, coach. Maybe next time that you have a in-depth question about the Corn Ferry Tour, maybe you could ask the newest voice of the Corn Ferry Tour. Who's that? DJ Tour. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one here. I'm the only one here. <laughs> you know what? That's right, coach. That's That's on me. That's on me. It's I will direct okay. all future KFT questions to the voice of the Corn Ferry Tour, 
the coach. Let's just be honest. Patrick's going to have way better information than I do about the Corn Ferry <laughs> Tour. I just wanted to humble brag for a second. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> all good there. This, one, this one's the Taylor Montgomery biography, right? The chapter. <laughs> right so so, so we, we, we got it all locked. Yeah, it's it's actually that whole shelf. It's like a 12 <laughs> yeah. volumes. Yeah, right there. All on Taylor Montgomery. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, all right, Jets. I, dare I even ask anything else before we get out of here? Any final thoughts? Are we going to rock this Fortnite championship? Uh, uh, right here, man. I've had a blast. I could do this every week. All right. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, shout out Michael Kim though. Two years stretch in his career where he made one 36 hole cut. He is back on the PGA tour. He wow. won the John Deere classic in 2018. Uh, you know, just the gumption, the guts in him to claw his way back. I- I'm pumped for him and really excited to see him on the PGA tour. Easy to root for. Easy to root for Michael Kim success. He's in the field this week. He's playing well. He's earned his card back. Uh, fun stuff. Okay. Big thanks to producer Jacob. Does all that hard work behind the scenes. Patrick McDonald available on Twitter at amateur status. And the coach is obviously available at the coach rules. You can find me at Rick run. Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time.